Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. At OptimaTaxRelief.com. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 1037 The Buzz. Live from the Hogsmeade Market Studio, Hour 2, Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. And we have a comment from DJ who says in the Bucks eagles game, the over was 43. So over-under. I'm, I'm thinking he's saying that the over-under was 43. And the total ended up being 41. So he said that two-point conversion stopped and cost him in the long run because... He came up just a little bit short. Joe, <clears throat> here it is now, and we've talked about this before. I still don't understand over under the bed nods. I still don't understand that, man. No, we're gonna have to get. You, yeah, we're gonna have to get you uh, <laughs> up to speed, courtesy of Bet Saris, and we're gonna have to do that. <laughs> but we're gonna talk some Razorback basketball. And we are going to bring in Coach Matt Zimmerman to help us out to get through and figure out what's going on with this Razorback basketball team. You're thinking, okay, here we go again. Two seconds, one second, the Hornets know, Arkansas wins, the Razorbacks have won it. This year's team is built different. They're built more above the rim. Coach Matt Zimmerman on Out of Bounds is brought to you by Telco Federal Credit Union, providing loans since 1950 for your dream home, duck cabin, home remodel, or vehicle. Apply online at telco.com. Coach Z, welcome to Out of Bounds. How's it going? What's up, Joe Franklin and the whole crew there today? It's going okay. It's bad weather, but uh, it's sunny today, but it's it's cold, man. It's still cold. and uh, Big game tonight, 8 o'clock. Hawks need to, need to win badly. Have you been able to get out and about and make your way around oh, yeah. prior to today, or or you been kind of yeah. sitting still? No, I got, uh, I guess the snow hit Saturday, uh, Sunday after, after church. And then I went out Sunday evening a little bit right before dark, and it was coming down, and it was starting to get pretty slick, actually. And then uh, yesterday was Monday. Yeah, I went to the Razorback Foundation yesterday, then I went by Bud Walton. There's been a little bit of a leak there, a, a pipe had busted. Uh, Bud Walton's actually pretty amazing. There's usually never any problems like that. Our floor got flooded when Bobby Portis was here. I think it was in the fall of 2014, but it was because a construction site next door on a dorm had messed up. That's the only other time I've seen water inside the bud like they had a couple of days ago. But the maintenance people, the housekeeping the facilities, they all got everything back. And there's big drainage grates in that big tunnel. A lot of that water ran out fine. And uh, they were able to, to get it all cleaned up. It's nice and warm in there. So, yeah, I've been out running around. Uh, I had some heat issues of myself at my house. So it's been uh, my downstairs has been a little sketchy. But my upstairs is nice and warm. So run some space heaters at times. I don't like space heaters. <laughs> They're dangerous, but I've been running space heaters at, uh, at, at, at night and stuff like that just to keep keep it going. It's cold. You know, uh, I woke up before something in the morning and I was going back to sleep. I got up, I looked at my phone, and it was minus 5, Joe, and the feel-like temperature was minus 16 in Fayetteville uh, at that early in the morning. It was it was crazy, man. That was, that was, it was cold. Coach, work never stops, though, um, and, and, you know, you said you had some issues there. Saw Joe Klein messing with you on social media. Where right, he right. he asked if if you were uh, doing the segment from the Bills game, the Bills and Steelers yeah. game, because it was so cold there. It it felt like I was. You know, really, I've done a good job. We've been able to keep the downstairs really about fifty degrees. You know, it's not seventy like we like it, but at least it's. Uh, we've been more worried about the pipes, and hey, we're not dripping our faucet. We got our faucets running, and. Uh, dripping them things will freeze up on you 
So we, we haven't been dripping. I said, we ain't, we're not dripping anything. We are full bore running. We got a little stream running from each faucet and mainly just worry about these pipes. But you know what? It's going to be above freezing, I think, tomorrow afternoon, uh, which normally I wouldn't even pay attention to. But when you're battling the, like it is right now, I've, I've been looking ahead to when it finally gets above freezing. So, Coach, the biggest question on everybody's mind, Arkansas is 0-3 in conference. Yeah. They've uh, taken a couple of hits on the road, which sometimes you can see that coming. But then it right. goes back to the last time they were at home playing in Bud Walton Arena against Auburn. Yeah. So the big question on everybody's mind is, how do they turn this thing around taking on A&M yeah. tonight? That's a really good question. You know, it's been a complex team, hasn't it, guys? It's just it's been complex. It hasn't been as easy to figure out is some of the other teams have been, and really always going back to the defense and inability to keep people from driving to the basket. And a lot of teams have trouble with that. It's not just Arkansas, but we have had more trouble with that this year than any of the five years coach has been here. And so it was very shocking last Thursday. We we traveled last Wednesday after the Georgia game, and we got to, we got to Gainesville about 2.15 in the morning. Next day we go to practice, and I was sitting there and he – he said, I'm about to put his own in, and I didn't believe it because he's never done it. And he did, and they worked on it on Thursday and worked on it on Friday. And Of course, Florida had no idea it was coming, so it really was a pretty good strategic thing to do. What I like about it is it's making Texas A&M have to prepare a lot more for his own because before when you prepared for Coach Musselman's team, you knew you were going to get half-court man-to-man. Even the press, when they throw that, that's not really like a full, like, get after you hard press and trap and try to make you turn it over. So really, you just got to get ready for good man-to-man defense. And this year, with uh, not being able to pe- pe- keep people out of the paint driving the ball, you know, it was smart to go to the zone and now make these opponents have to think about whether we're going to play zone. And you can play it. He showed the other day you could throw it out there, and it was it was somewhat effective, at least uh, the, first, the last ten minutes of the first half. Well, Coach, do you think that uh, this is something – that may happen sooner in the game because it's interesting that, that you said that the coach mentioned to you that he was throwing in his own because people on the outside, the idea that they had was this is something that just happened spur of the moment during that game against Florida oh, no. just because they weren't defending well. So it's yeah. good that you're able to bring that insight and the fact that mm-hmm. this is something that Coach Muss and the team worked on between yeah. the games, Georgia and Florida. Yeah. He told me that even the week before that, uh, he had thought about it. Uh, that, like, before even the, I think even before the Auburn game and then right after the Auburn game, he was really wanting to put a zone in just to see if, hey, we got to do something different. We're not defending well at all. And he decided not to do it, And then, but he did do it. And they did practice it Thursday and Friday and even Saturday morning. You know, we always practice for an hour on game day, and they, they walked through more stuff on the zone then. So, they did get some action against the zone before the game, uh, and it was good. And, you know, it gives Joseph – Joseph can play man, but Joseph was better in the zone than he was man. And, really, Layden was very good in, 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 the, in the zone defense. And Jeremiah Davenport has gotten beat off a dribble some this year. He was pretty active. He's so high energy. He was good in the zone. And Trevin Brazil can be a good man in the zone, whether it's on – he was in the middle some. He really needs to be one of those back uh, outside spots because he's so long and covers – and uh, there was times he was in that spot. So there's this is a team that could really do a good job, I think, playing just a basic 2-3 zone. We've seen Devo play defense at a high level, and most of the time that, mm-hmm. you know, this team has been a man defensive team. And so, yeah. you know, with playing a little bit of zone, they're probably going to go back and forth with it. But outside of Devo, who who's the best man defender on this team? Well, well, who are some of the better I, ones altogether? Yeah. Well, Makai, and he's not out on the floor guarding the guard, but he is when he's not fouling. You know, he's a he can be a pretty good defensive player. Uh, Chandler Lawson is pretty good in man-to-man defense because he he hedges really well. He uses his length, and then he hustles and recovers to go to go help his teammates to get beat off the dribble and try to contest shots. Um, Oh, probably those guys along with Devo, and I, you know, I really thought it was going to be L. Ellis who's going to be a very good defender, and he's had some times, you know, Duke, Purdue, we know how well he played at those games, and he played very, it wasn't just offense, it was very good defense uh, during those games. I think L. can guard, he's just having a hard time getting in there. And then Menafield, you know, in the the couple games where he shined, he was super active. Uh, the, the, 
on both ends of the floor. So he's a guy that can play man to man, but he had trouble. He had trouble in the SEC games uh, keeping guys in front of him. So it's going to be interesting, but I think you'll see the Razorbacks start off the man to man tonight. And going back to the Florida game, Battle and Minifield, they play limited minutes. How do yeah. they go about getting those guys back into the flow and, and playing a little bit more, seeing yeah. more court time? Yeah, this coach put them out there and, and going with them and, and giving them some quality minutes, you know. It, what was the weirdest thing about that game was that we had uh, uh, 15 Razorbacks played and, and only only six guys scored a basket. That was it. Out of the whole thing, they scored a point. Not much a basket, a point. I, I've never seen, you know, so many guys play and not score. Nine guys. And, and what was weird was out of our top five scores, three of them didn't score. Battles your number two scorer after 16 games doesn't score. Uh, you know, Minifield has moved into as far as points per game, third on the team, doesn't score. Devo, fifth on the team, doesn't score. That's very unusual in any basketball game, unless there's suspensions or something, for, you know, to have three, three of your top five at least not hit one free throw. And so I think that this team's got to get back to being balanced and having multiple guys. You don't have to score 18. Score six, and my buddy here scores six, and he scores eight, and let's get this guy with 14, and this guy with 13, and this guy with 12, and you balance scoring because there, there is depth and ability to do that. Coach, is, he played 14 guys in half the other day, so he knows he's got guys he can put out there and they might can produce. Is, is that what part of the process is right now you mentioned playing pretty much the whole team there yeah. uh, and you know some of that happened in a blowout situation where the game was wow. in hand you put players on the floor but you see more players hitting the floor you know to figure things out to see what what's going to yeah. work best and you know it's something that people aren't used to seeing especially this time of the year from a coach must team yeah because he's usually at eight guys by now and last year, it was more like play eight guys, but it was about 10 or 11 of them that might be that, that eight. And we've kind of felt like all year it was going to be that same type deal, 10 or 11 guys, maybe even 12, but he's only going to play eight of them. But this year, it's been more of, I'm going to try all 12 of them. Now, they may only be out there for two minutes, but I'm going to give them a try. And he's, he's played 14 in, in halves before, and it, not blowouts, like you said, in close games or in games when we're behind, 14 guys. And so he is still kind of trying to figure out who he's most comfortable with, who he wants out there. And, and that's, that, that's tough. That's tough for a coach, and that's tough for the, for the, for the players, you know, no, trying to figure out what their rotation is, when they're going to be in there. And, and uh, it's, it's really unique. I mean, Bayfall played quite a bit the other day in the second half, you know. And he went in. He was the ninth man in the second half. He's been the 14th, 13th man. He was the ninth man in the second half. Uh, Laden Blocker was the tenth man in the first half. In the second half, he was the sixth man. You know, so it's it's just kind of up and down. I've got no idea who's going to be the star tonight. I do think Arkansas can beat Texas A&M at home. We've done that a lot throughout history. Said the same thing about Auburn, though. But, you know, Hogs have always beaten A&M here for the most part, uh, 90% of the time. But it won't be easy, and... uh, it's going to be interesting if we're talking about a win tonight. Who is the star? Is it Battle? Is it Davis? Is it, hopefully it's about nine of them that played great. What do you see from this A&M team? We know that Buzz Williams is one of those coaches. He likes for the teams to defend well. And then uh, they got into a nice battle with Kentucky the other day when they, they were able to come away with a win in overtime. But as far as this A&M team this season, what do you see from them? They're a unique team. You know, I, I picked them second in the SEC, and uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to get to that. They lost some guys that were pretty good. Marble last year, they had they had some players that were pretty good for them, but they had the starting guards back. So we had Wade Taylor back, who was, you know, in one of the organizations last year was SEC Player of the Year. Brandon Miller won most of the SEC Player of the Year. So he won. Taylor won once. You got Tyrese Radford back. You had Henry Coleman back. So you had some guys that have played, and that's why they were so highly thought of in the preseason. But they kind of had some issues. You know, they lost to Florida Atlantic, uh, which is a good team, and they scored 47 in an ugly game uh, against Virginia. And you're like, man, this, this A&M team, maybe not as good as last year. 
And then I thought, well, they'll get right at home against Memphis will be a big win. Memphis went to College Station and beat them. So they, they've had, they lost to Houston, but the big one was losing at LSU, and they just were discombobulated. They couldn't get in the flow. Their, their defense was not good in that ball game, and uh, their offense was gone. And they, they lost like 68 to 53 or something like that at home to LSU, who went like 2-16 and 16 in the league last year, but, it, but who is better? And so it was stunning. That's made the most stunning defeat in the league so far. But they bounced back. They played better against Auburn. And then they got the good win against Kentucky, and that was a really uh, high-level game, 97 to 92 in overtime. So they're going to come in here feeling pretty good. Um, I think they're they're a team that has offensive issues at times. I think if the Razorbacks are highly energized and getting after it on defense, that, that you can hold uh, Texas A&M into the 60s. But we've not been able to do that to people. There have been teams we thought we're going to hold this team to 65, maybe 60, and they scored 83. And so it's going to be real important. Uh, defense is the, is the number one thing for this energy and defense. And we're getting killed on the glass. You know, again the other day, minus 17 on the glass. Now, it's hard to win a game minus 17 rebounding. I know I've been there. And so the rebounding has to be better. Bud Walton Arena should rebound better. A&M always seems like they're uh, just a tough team altogether. And you saw a sense yeah. of that against Kentucky where – Kentucky was making a bit of a comeback, and it was kind of a game that was going back and forth. And you thought at some point that Kentucky was going to take over and maybe win the game in regulation, but then they go into yeah. overtime, and then uh, A&M just kind of ran off in overtime. But they just yeah. seem to be yeah. that type of team that's always tough. They're always going to be in the game, and then they're going to give yeah. themselves a chance to win. Yeah, because it's not a free-flowing fly up and down the court, you know, 100 possessions game. It's not that way with A&M. It's more of a grind. And the 97-92 was very unusual, but it, it did have an extra five minutes in there. But Wade Taylor can play fast or slow. We've seen that out of him. Uh, I love his game. I love how he plays. He's smart. He's crafty. I mean, he, he is a guy that probably not, he may not ever play in the NBA. But he's a great college player. And uh, he, he's one of those guys that he, he does have some turnovers here because he got the ball so much. But he does so many things. He comes up with the big steal. He comes up with the big deflection. He makes the nice pass. And, you know, he's a third-year guy. That was a huge deal when when they got him. He was not a high-level recruit. But can you imagine A&M, you know, the last two years without Wade Taylor? They wouldn't be very good, let me tell you. And so he's been a difference maker. And he's the guy that tonight the Razorbacks really got to – I'm anxious. I want to see who's out there on him. You know, and I, I was not at practice for today's game day practice and I wasn't there yesterday so usually I kind of know but I don't know I don't know who is if it's going to be Devo out there on him is it going to be late is it going to be is he going to put he's going to throw L back out there is it going to be Caleb Battle who's going to be out there trying to harass Wade Taylor I would guess it would probably be Devo Coach uh, there at the point in the season uh, a couple of conference games per week and so A&M tonight and then South Carolina on Saturday and yeah. even though we don't know the results of tonight's game, what do you see from South Carolina and that team that's going to come in the Bud Walton Arena? Well, I've been surprised by South Carolina. You know, they, they were really bad last year, guys. They were the LSU was probably the only team in the league that was worse than them. And they have done Lamont Parrish has done a good job. He's he's still got Michi Johnson. Give that kid credit. He had a pretty good year last year. And you know what? He could have left. Most kids in his situation. Have a good year. You're playing well. You're scoring the ball. They're going to go. They're going to think they're going to go to greener pastures. And I was reading a couple of his quotes from Michi, and he said, "You know what? I like being here. I like school here, and I like the coaches. So I just thought, why do? Why would I want to leave? I love that. And he stayed, and he's having a good year. And they've added a couple other guys, and uh, they're they're much better. You know, the kids they had last year, Gigi, he hadn't played at all in the NBA till the last week." He had 23 last night in the NBA. He has he's done a great job. But South Carolina, it'll be tough for him coming to Bud Walton. But um, they played pretty good in Missouri. I'm, I'm not. I don't think Missouri's got quite much this year as they did last year. But it was still good for them to go on the road. They've not been winning any road games in South Carolina, and they go get them a good road win up at Mizzou. So hey, it'll be, it'll be a good game Saturday. I know a lot of people coming. The bud will be. I don't know if the bud will be packed, packed tonight, but I know the bud will be packed, packed and wild on uh, on Saturday for the Gamecocks.
Well, Coach Z, it's good talking to you as always, and we always look forward to hearing from you. Have a great call tonight on the game, and we'll talk to you again soon uh, around yeah. this time next Tuesday. Awesome. Always like being on with you guys. Y'all enjoy watching the game. And please stay safe and stay warm. All right. There it is. Coach Z, Razorback basketball analyst, and uh, he's on with us on Out of Bounds, courtesy of Telco Federal Credit Union. He's here every Tuesday to, to break down the games and kind of look back on what's happened and look forward to what's coming up for Razorback basketball. And they play Texas A&M tonight, 8 o'clock, at Bud Walton Arena. So that's when we're all going to be tuned into to see what happens. And, Joe, he was talking about you know, having some issues at home, and I was sitting here like I'm going through the exact same thing. So a couple of days ago, my wife and I was in the bedroom cleaning up, and, I, and so I walked out and walked back in like five minutes later, and uh, the side of my bed was just soaking wet. So we couldn't figure out where the water was coming from. So my wife, being a smart one, go in the garage and maybe in there. I'm like, this is not going to be in no freaking garage. So lo and behold, she makes me go outside, and our water pump, I mean our water tank, then busted. Whole garage flooded, now my bedroom flooded. And so we're, we're in a big struggle right now over here in my house. Man. <laughs> Trying to get things yeah. fixed up over here, man. Yeah, it seems like it's always something when it when it comes to things happening, disasters. But, yeah, hopefully you'll be able to get through that sooner than later, especially with what we have going on weather-wise on the outside. Yeah, I'm waiting for the guy to come by right now to put in our new water tank. All right. Well, yeah, go ahead and get through that. We appreciate you being here for Out of Bounds today. We have more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. If you want to get into the show, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America. Stay tuned for more of Out of Bounds coming up. If you don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app, download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is Sports Center. In college basketball today, the SEC returns to action. It'll get started at 4 as 6th ranked Tennessee will host Florida. That game will be on ESPN2. Missouri will take on Alabama and Tuscaloosa at 6 on SEC Network. South Carolina hosts Georgia at 8 on ESPNU. And Arkansas will try to get a much-needed win tonight as they host Texas A&M at 8. The Aggies come into the matchup with a 10-6 record and 1-2 in conference. They're coming off a big win on Saturday against 6th-ranked Kentucky, winning 97-92 in overtime. Coverage for that game can be heard on the buzz starting at 7.30. Stay tuned after the game for the Guadney Chevrolet, Guadney Buick GMC postgame show. And nationally, there's only one ranked matchup tonight. 20th-ranked BYU will host 24th-ranked Iowa State at 8 on the Big 12 Network or ESPN+. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse presents Match Game on Morning Mayhem. Listen for your chance to play their version of the classic TV game show. Brought to you by Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters for over 30 years. Call 501-568-0040 today or click online at arkansastruck.com. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. I'm Rachel Parker Harding for Parker Cadillac. Get ready to arrive in style on game day in a luxurious certified pre-owned Cadillac. Choose from XT5, XT6, Escalade, or sedan models. Parker Cadillac has the largest inventory of certified pre-owned Cadillacs in Arkansas. Plus, all Parker Cadillac certified pre-owned customers received two years unlimited miles of complimentary oil changes. For more details, visit parker-cadillac.com. When it comes to bikes, here's what you want. Reliable, fast, and tough as nails. That's what you get at OCC. And after a crash, that's what you get at Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. All Senior knows us. We're the Arkansas law firm motorcyclists have counted on for years. We work fast to get you the best results. And we're tough where it counts. Fighting for you. Reliable, fast, tough as nails. These are the guys I'd call anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorneys by the Rainwater Cocktail. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. 
For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P.com sports. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Richard Yeager in Little Rock or Todd Martin or Seth Boyd in Jacksonville. It's the Oaklawn Big Buzz Chili Cook-Off, Saturday, January 27th at the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic. Register your team at 1037thebuzz.com. First place wins 1000 bucks and proceeds benefit Shriners Hospitals for Children. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. If you want to get involved in the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Jason Museum of America, life and feedback. We do have some Southern Structural Solutions text line messages. Chachi says, why doesn't the NFLPA get involved in concussion protocol if concussion protocols aren't enforced. So if concussion protocols aren't enforced, why doesn't the NFLPA get involved in that? That's a good question. But at the very time it happens during the game, they can't get involved. So it's up to the referees. And, well, I mean, it's up to the the uh, staff that's there. And I, But you know what, Joe? I guarantee you that, that Matthew Stafford told them, hey, I'm okay. I'm not leaving this game. And at that point, they're trying to win. They need him out there on the field. So more than likely, he convinced them that he was okay. So I guess, you know, we'll find out in a couple of days if they're going to get penalized for that. But at that point in the game, he's back at home playing where he, you know, used to play at. That's the game he didn't want to come out of, Joe. And so that was probably up to Matthew Stafford as to why come he stayed in that game. You can see that in, in not only that play, but... There was a play where he took a shot to the ribs, shoulder, and he was kind of slumped over. But we've seen that from Matt Stafford before when he was actually playing for the Lions at the time. He dislocated his, his AC joint on his left shoulder, so it was his non-throwing shoulder. But it was still one of those things where during his throwing motion, he couldn't lift his, his left arm. But he did tell the trainers, and they have audio of this, where he told the trainers, yeah. no, I'm going back in the game. I can throw the ball. If you need me to throw it, that's all we need is one play here to try to win the game. I can go back in to do that. So we've seen him in a similar situation before. And as a player, man, you can really appreciate a quarterback that's going to stay in there and fight with you. Because I'm going to tell you, when your quarterback go down, your morale goes down as a team. You know when your leader is gone, because the backup is what he is. He's a backup. And so unless he's a proven backup that's been somewhere else and started and won games, you know, you start to think, man, can we win this game without Matt? Can we win this game without Tom Brady? 
And when you start to doubt yourself and doubt your teammates, that's where the downfall starts. So, you know, he stayed in because he knew that his team needed him out there uh, at that point. And that was a thought that I, I had also was uh, when seeing him injured at the point, it's like you start to kind of go through it and, and try to think, like, who was the Rams' backup? Who would be the guy out on the field next? And it happens to be Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, that you know, he's somebody that does have a lot of NFL experience, and you know, most people would say some of it could be bad experiences. But he uh, he has been an NFL starting quarterback. He, you know, maybe a lot of people didn't know that, but towards the end of the season, he got some time on the field, and he did sign a contract with them late because they did have other injuries with the backup quarterbacks. And Carson Wentz was somebody who was sitting at home. He was able to get a job late in the season, but he is the Rams' backup. And there's been so many guys like Carson Wentz who um, was at one team and it just didn't work out for him, and he went somewhere else and blossomed. You know, some guys can only flourish in certain systems. You look at Baker Mayfield, who wasn't so good at Cleveland. He went to Los Angeles last year and, and did a great job. Now he's in the playoffs going around too. So certain players only, you know, they function in certain systems. And maybe Carson Wentz was out there in the system where they just did not fit him. And who knows? If he had came in, hey, it could have been a quarterback, you know, controversy. Who knows that, Joe? Yeah. And it, it is always important to have a quality backup and especially somebody who has been a starting quarterback in the league, those are guys that they're going to trust even more. But then it gets to the point in their career where maybe that, that trust starts to fade away and, uh, you know, they won't get these opportunities anymore. But some of these guys, they're going to get opportunities because of we know that the league is a copycat league and teams are always going to try to replicate what they see from other teams. Joe Flacco, the success that he had, that's going to lead to some of these teams saying – not only should we look at some of these young quarterbacks, but these guys that have experience, starting quarterbacks, been in the league, and may need an opportunity again, they're going to start looking at those guys simply because of how Joe Flacco played. Now, it ended the way that uh, some, of, some of the games we've seen with Joe Flacco over the years where not really mobile, and if you can get to him, then he can be forced into mistakes. And you can say that about any quarterback, even the mobile quarterbacks. But that's something that kind of has been a staple for him. And uh, it'll be something that we'll be paid attention to also. But I think the good may outweigh the bad here when GMs and uh, front offices are thinking about how they're going to put teams together and some of those guys that they will give opportunities to. It's going to open some doors with what Joe Flacco did. And let me go back to Joe Flacco, Joe, because so when that game ended, man, it was so many people on social media talking about Joe Flacco as if he did just come in off the couch and have uh, a wonderful second half of the season. Uh, you know, Joe Flacco, yeah, he had one bad game at the end. It was, you know, the worst time to have a bad game. But if it wasn't for Joe Flacco, they wouldn't even get to that position. So... These these uh these couch quarterbacks and these Facebook you know these Twitter these uh critics they kill me sometimes talking about a guy had one bad game and 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 now he's just horrible and he won't get picked up next year. Man, Flacco showed that he got a little something left in the tank, not to be a full time starter, but to do exactly what he just did. He came in and he relieved their starter and he led them to some wins that was very important for their program. Let's go to the phones and talk to Forty Nine er John. What's up, Forty Nine er John? Oh, it's a great day today. How y'all doing today? Doing good. Always a great day. Uh, we good. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Joe. I'm sorry to hear about your team, but I call it. What, what are you? What are you sorry? What are you sorry for? They lost the game. I, I, they yeah, I they win games off. and they lose games. So no yeah, need yeah, to be sorry. Right. No need to be yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no problem. But I call to talk to the star, the, the the guy that made all these cowgirl fans lose their money this past weekend. And, and the call is talking about uh, you're giving 49 John don't know nothing. Reggie Swin played the game. Yeah, he played the game, but he's a cowgirl fan. Just like all the rest of these people that be on this station. Don't buy into that. Y'all buy into it every year. And guess what? I know what you're going to say. 
Well, your 49ers haven't won in, in 30 years, too. But guess what? I can talk. My team plays Saturday. I can still talk. My <laughs> team plays Saturday. Yeah, I can so do you, that, Reggie. So you, you, can, you can talk until they're not playing anymore. You're right. I can talk until right. we win the Super Bowl. Okay, you can, can talk, talk until, until they're not Super playing. Bowl. You can talk until they're not playing anymore. Well, okay, winning the Super Bowl. And, okay. and Reggie. Reggie. Yeah, Lawrence I'm, I'm Taylor, Michael Parson, Michael Parson, two tackles. Well, I, 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 it was Lawrence Taylor. And Reggie, what I've been telling you all year, as long as you have Dak, I'm not worried about a thing. But you get on here and hype up Dak on the radio station. You get on here and hype him up. But you know damn well how you feel about Dak. Tell the fans that you're a Detroit Lions fan now. That's what you text me. That's what you inbox and text me, Reggie. Why are you talking about personal messages on air? Why are you talking about that? No, I'm not going to get too personal, but Reggie, okay. no. He texted me and said he's a de- Detroit, Detroit, Detroit fan. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, John. Ask me what you want to ask me. Is it a secret? Is it a secret that I'm a Detroit fan? Hey, hey, hey Reggie. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Hey, no, Reggie. No, you, no. Nah. You talk, let me talk. You call in with every week I'm here. You call in. I don't say a word. So now you okay. listen. Now you well, what listen. the hell you go? It's no secret if you see. That's why you're single because you won't listen. If you sit there and you know that I play for both teams, I'm a fan of both. John, it, it doesn't. I don't lose no sleep if the Cowboys win or lose. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, Dak had a great second half of the season. I'm not a Dak fan. But, John, do you think I'm sitting over here not eating, not paying my bills, and I really just care because the Cowboys lost? John, John, I woke up the next day fully blessed, still here. you the one that you uh, live and die through them San Francisco 49ers. That's all you think about. Even in the off season, you grab credit you grab no, 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 listen. Huh? No, 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 no. you the one that call in angry. Hey, take a deep breath because I don't care. <laughs> I don't care, John. It doesn't matter to me at all. Yes, it does. I'm still going to have Tell a good life. No, John. John, John, John. Tell you lying, Reggie. I have fun on social media, John. Do I want the Cowboys to win? Hell yeah. But do I just lose sleep and act like, oh, the, you know, the freaking world's going to end? No, sir, I don't. You do. You wake You're up lying, with the Reggie. Cowboys on your mind. You wake no, up no, with the Cowboys no, on no, your no. mind. Hey, hey, Reggie. Yes, Reggie. yes, yes. Since I have the Cowboys on my mind, we can show the inboxes. We both inbox each Right, you inbox me first. <laughs> hey, 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 John. Let's not change John. the subject, Reggie. Hey, Your unless, team got hey, some great speed off of them. Hey, hey. Unless you, unless you have something first. else, like we're going back and forth. Unless you have something else, you got okay, you got anything I else? I just want to say this. I just want to say this. Um, Green Bay, <laughs> we're not worried about y'all. We own y'all in the playoffs. Green Bay, did you hear me? We own y'all. In the playoffs, yeah, your yeah, your story sound good. You beat the cowgirls, good job. But you're gonna play play a real team now. You're gonna play the future Super Bowl champion. And yes, I can keep talking like that because my team's still playing. I- <laughs> get it off your chest, hey. Sometimes you gotta get it off your chest, John. Sometimes get it off your chest. Take a deep breath and go. Yeah, and, and the thing about him is he he wants to get it off his chest every day and. I mean, yeah. it, it, don't, it gets repetitive after saying the same thing every day. But, like you said, 49ers still talk. They're still playing, so he can talk. And he can talk until they're not playing. So we know that he will continue to talk. And we're going to continue to talk anyway. here. Yeah, we're going to continue to talk here on Out of Bounds. We have more coming up after this break. <laughs> Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. Stay tuned. Well, we wrapped up 2023. Now you got to start making those goals for 2024. How about starting with ending your joint pain? Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. Don't go another year compromising because of that joint pain in your knees, your back, or your shoulders, or maybe from an old injury. You need to call QC Kinetics now. They are the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. And you heard me right, non-surgical. They don't do drugs. They don't do surgery. 
And the best part, there's no downtime. Your body has exactly what you need to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue. The future of pain medicine has arrived, and QC Connects has thousands of Central Arkansas patients that are loving getting their life back. This is not a Band-Aid. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again, get your life back, and listen, there's no surgery involved. Call QC Connects today for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. What's better than getting something for free? Winning. And with the five-buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, you get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets. A Powerball ticket with Power Play, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five-buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with Quick Fix only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. And at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverados, Civics, Broncos, and more? Check, check, check. Thanks that love to say yes? You know it. Our pre-loved inventory has never been better than now. Come visit your friends at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at chriscranehyundai.com. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. We're going to get into your Razor Hog update here in just a bit. If you want to get into the show, you can call 501-661-1037. 
Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback, all the ways to get into the show. And uh, with the Razor Hog update coming up, Razorbacks do take on Texas A&M tonight, Bud Walton Arena, 8 o'clock on SEC Network. So, easy way to get in to watch it. And let's go ahead and get into your Razor Hog update. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. I'm just trying to find it. Uh, it's not on that particular page. Let me. I'm. I'm sorry, Joe. I should. I should know these things better than I do. Uh, where can I find that? Uh, OOB page. There we go. I've got it right here. This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. Well, the Razorbacks do take on Texas A&M tonight, Bud Walton Arena, 8 o'clock, and uh, they're 0-3 in conference. They're looking to get a win in conference Get back to the winning ways. Lost three in a row. And they all have been conference games. So that is something they're going to look to correct tonight. Playing a tough A&M team that just got a win over Kentucky here recently. And uh, here's a little bit of uh, Coach Musselman uh, talking about uh, his team tonight. Through three SEC games, we're not playing. Um, you know, we've been here four years. And, um, you know, we've been a team that's been... Uh, super tough-minded. We've been a team that competes. We've been a team that battles. We've been a team that has grit. And, um, you know, we have not done that this year at all. And then uh, you heard uh, a little while ago with uh, Coach Zimmerman talking about the installation of the zone. Uh, Coach Mosselman talked about that as well. Yeah, I haven't played zone at all since I've been in college. Um, you know, but, but um, you know, we're not guarding anybody one-on-one. So the thought process was to to put a zone in uh, yesterday and try to help us with dribble drives. Um, you know, it, it, it helped for a little bit, Bob, as a change of pace. It maybe slowed uh, Florida down for half a, you know, half a, you know, a little bit. Um, but just as in any zone and man, you got to be able to guard uh, either the guy in your area or the guy you're assigned to, whether it's man or zone. And uh, our inability, um, you know, to, to play defense, to take away the three, Really doesn't matter. I mean, we gave up, you know, nine threes the other night uh, playing Georgia when we were man-to-man. We went zone tonight and gave up nine threes. And, um, you know, we need to uh, to play with, with uh, you know, like our, our past teams have. And um, this group just does not draft concepts, whether it's man or, or you know, you put in a zone. So that's, that's going to be something to look to to see how much zone this team actually plays. And a lot of times when you are playing zone, it's about the matchup and it's about the team in that particular game that you're facing. And so is this going to be something that this team just a concept that they take on and they want to mix it in in each and every game? Or is it going to be more about those matchups and the team you're playing against? And zone is more effective on certain teams, more effective than other teams. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you mix in some zone, and then, you know that you heard Coach Zimmerman talking. I forget the the player's name. There, the one guy that the guard that he thought was uh, uh, one of their key uh, contributors. But maybe if zone doesn't work, maybe you do go to man. Maybe you go to a box and one. Maybe you go to a two three. It, like you say, it's all about matchups and what works. Texas A&M may be one of those teams because they don't shoot a high percentage from three, but you want to be able to stop teams from moving the ball and and especially getting some of those good shots inside. You want to keep them on the outside. So they may be one of those teams that you want to kind of zone against and, and dare them to beat you from the outside because... They don't seem to do it at a high rate at this point. That's very true. And then lastly, Coach Musselman uh, also talked about some of the young guys on the team. Really happy with the play of, of Layden Blocker and Joseph Pinion. Um, you know, those guys, one of them's plus two, one of them's minus one. 
I just thought they played hard. I thought they played the right way. And, um, and their numbers are indicative uh, of that. Um, you know, that's why their plus minus is, is what it is. And it wasn't like they just played insignificant minutes. I mean, those, those guys did play uh, 21 minutes and, and 20, 24 minutes. So uh, proud of our two young guys on, on how they battled. That'll also be something interesting to see how, how these players do play more as the games go on, or is that going to be something that is matchup-based? And we have seen Pinion in that role already where it's based on matchups. He's going to play against certain teams. He's going to play a little bit more. And then there are some teams where he may not play much at all. But that's not just the situation with him. That's something that happens with a lot of players mm-hmm. that Coach Muss has, has coached over the years. Again, it's like you were so talking about. It's, it's, it's all about matchups, and you know, maybe you start uh, you know Devo on a particular player, and if he doesn't work, then you try Blocker, and if Blocker doesn't work, you try someone else, and you just keep going down the line until you find a matchup that works. So I got a question for you, though. Go ahead. Can y'all hear me? Yes, we got you. If, yeah, if, if uh, Muscle's always playing man-to-man defense and now he wants to go zone, why would he get on the radio or have his press conference and tell A&M that he's going zone? Why not surprise him in the game? Why let them know up front that, hey, if, you know, man-to-man ain't working, you know, I'm going to go zone on y'all? Well, A&M... Yeah, A&M, they, they watch film just like, you know, every other team. And, and you know how that is on prepping for a game. They saw that Arkansas actually mm-hmm. did this against Florida. And so they were going to be prepared for, regardless if he came out and said it, they're going to go back to the film to see that in the last game against Florida, they did play some zone. And that is something that they would pay attention to simply because it's something that Arkansas hasn't done in the past. And, if, you know, you're always going to go back to the most recent game, but you're also going to study film to see what the tendencies are. They saw that they haven't been able to or they haven't played zone in any of these games over the years. And then in the last game they played zone, they're, they're going to be preparing for it anyway. Okay, I thought he was saying that this was going to be the first time they did it all year long. And he was letting them know up front that, that they was going to play zone. Uh, you know coaches aren't going to give it away like that. No, they're they're not willing to give anything away. We have Hour 3 coming up here on Out of Bounds, live from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. Stay tuned for more of Out of Bounds coming up. It's a new year, baby. It's 2024. Low T Center can make it a great one. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, you may have low T. Low testosterone levels can cause weight gain, loss of muscle mass, and so much more. I recommend Low T Center. That's where I get my levels tested. They make it quick. They make it easy to get all your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. And with their on-site lab, you'll get results back in about 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online.